Hi everyone and welcome to Dr. Mommy Speaks Parenting Podcast. I'm your host Dr. Rahat. Today's episode is a much requested one. Mindfulness and why parents need it the most. Today I'll be talking about various strategies that you can use and get started with mindfulness. But before that, we'll discuss why you need mindfulness as a parent. See you on the other side. Let's talk about why do parents need mindfulness in their lives. Now parenting can be really frustrating and overwhelming. The burden of responsibilities, constant demands from kids can get to your nerves. Now, I've always found this one feeling really overwhelming, and that is the need to constantly be there. They need us all the time. Now, there's two things you could do. Number 1, is you to, you could attend to all your children's needs and in the process get exhausted and overwhelmed because hey you can't pour from an empty cup and the second option is to take your time take a break let your kids be by themselves till you are mentally and physically recharged again to take care of them now this is definitely the better option but from experience i can tell you i find the second one more difficult because it's riddled with the mom guilt and i literally feel bad for not paying attention to them but come on we need to condition ourselves to put our needs first and mindfulness can help us do just that so what is mindfulness from the previous episode you would know that it's a type of meditation in which you focus on being intensely aware of what you are feeling in the moment Well in simpler words just sit down and let thoughts pass by without interpreting them or without looking for solutions now this involves many strategies like breathing methods guided imageries and other practices to relax the mind and body thus reducing stress in episode number 37 i have discussed about mindfulness and its basics and how you could be using mindfulness for making your children's lives better for helping them uh, adjust to their emotions better and in this episode we'll be talking about mindfulness and strategies that you as a parent need to put into your lives so what are some of the examples of mindfulness exercises so we'll be talking about five of them and they are great to just start with mindfulness if you've never tried this so if you are the overwhelmed parent this one's for you number 1 pay attention i know it's hard to slow down and notice things in this busy world we have so many chores lined up on our list and you, you technically our day just passes by with meal times and then putting the kids to sleep again and then doing your own work then there's household chores so where is the time to pause and take a look at things but that's what we need to condition our mind to do so try to take the time to experience your environment with all of your senses touch sound sight smell and taste to put it into practice here is an example when you eat your favorite food take the time to smell it taste it and truly enjoy it don't make uh, eating just a task that you got to finish and go on to the next one exercise number 2 live in the moment now try to intentionally bring an in open accepting and discerning attention to everything that you do try to find joy in simple pleasures 
by experience, when I actually started mindfulness, I found this one to be the most difficult one, living in the moment. But then uh, one philosophy uh, that I read in the famous book, uh, How to Influence People and Win Friends by Dale Carnegie. I found this philosophy really useful in putting mindfulness into practice. And that was try to live in compartmentalized spaces. For example, if you want to live in the present, you have to let the iron curtains lay over your past and the future. Because what's in the past, it's a waste to think on that. What's happening in the future is not there yet. What you are doing now in your present is most important. And that really helped me compartmentalize my problems. Now, another thing is to accept yourself. Treat yourself the way you would treat a good friend, which means try to take care of yourself. Now, as a mom, uh, self-care is almost negligible or it's actually absent on our priority lists. Let's, let's accept that. But let's also try to improve that. So you could start by a simple skincare routine for yourself, a night routine where you are just uh, washing your face, uh, cleansing, toning, or maybe getting a massage from your spouse. Uh, another amazing thing I do is getting up in the morning and taking that 20 minutes or an hour before the kids get up to be by myself. Doing things that I like. I like reading books. You could like doing painting or you could doodle. Or you could just listen to some favorite music or simply go take a walk. What's important is to not let the entire day, your day, be governed by the needs of others. You have to put yourself on the list. Another thing is to focus on your breathing. Now, when you have negative thoughts, try to sit down. Take a deep breath and close your eyes. Focus on your breath as it moves in and out of your body. Sitting and breathing for even just a minute at the point when you're really overwhelmed can help. Uh, there's a very nice CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy technique that we teach to our patients of anxiety and I have found it to be really useful when overwhelmed. So whenever your child is throwing a tantrum or uh, say you are having a fight with your teen that seems to be going nowhere, I want you to leave the room. Go and relax. Lie down in a place where there's nobody. Close the room and start breathing, but uh, breathe in a particular way. Take a deep breath, inhale, and with that, say the word just. Then exhale, say the word this. I want you to keep on saying just this, just this, with every inhalation and exhalation that you do. Now what this does is, it's going to concentrate all of your attention to the moment where you are that is sitting in that solitary place. You're going to forget all the fight that you had with your child. You're going to forget the screaming and the problems that you have. And that's what we need you to do. Why? Because uh, remember what happens when you're having a fight with your child or spouse or anybody. We get so overburdened with emotions that our emotional brain takes over and we're not able to comprehend. We're not able to interpret that situation and take a decision. And from experience, you would know that decisions that are taken uh, when we're angry or when we're sad or even when we're really happy are usually reckless decisions that we tend to regret later. When you perform these kind of behavioral techniques or any sort of uh, breathing techniques, 
they help you calm down get over with the emotions and that's when your logical brain starts working logical brain is the one we need to make proper decisions thus you'll be a, you'll be in a much better position to tackle that fight that situation that tantrum which you had with your kid than when you were totally overwhelmed and exhausted so let's take a look at that again we spoke about four exercises number 1 was to start by paying attention look look around you look around the things that you're doing the tasks that you're doing say eating sleeping try to concentrate on just those and enjoy them second we spoke about living in the moment where we got to stop thinking about our past overthinking rather and not think about what we're planning to do in the future what we need to do and try to live in the present that's going to stop so much of the feelings of overwhelm that we get just because we've put too many things on our plate tip number 3 we spoke about how to accept yourself and why it is so important to put yourself on the priority list and number 4 was breathing techniques the cognitive behavioral therapy where you got inhale and exhale saying just this now here are a few structured mindfulness exercises uh we're going to talk about three of them but they're amazing for beginners number 1 is a body scan meditation so what is this it's nothing it's just being conscious about all of your body parts see before we start i'd like to tell you the basic purpose of most mindfulness exercises is to help you regroup your thinking your decision making and your uh, attention spans to bring your concentration to one place that is in the present moment the reason is it's a brain uh, it's a body that we're talking about and that brain can do just one task at a time what we usually do is we might be sitting as an example let's take an example we'll be take sitting with our child and uh, we think that yes i'm spending time with my child but then are you really mentally we might be thinking about the chores the laundry that's piled up the food that i need to get prepped for tomorrow or the meeting that i need to prepare for what you did was you were present with your child just physically and not mentally though you'd be making him do his homework or uh, engaging with your child but then that's not what we're seeking let's make it easy for our mind and body to be synchronized that is through mindfulness exercises so let's take a look at some of the easy exercises that you can begin with number 1 is a body scan meditation in this you got to be aware of all your body parts that is using your body to bring your attention back what you got to do is lie on your back with your legs extended and arms at your side palms facing up focus your attention slowly and deliberately on each part of your body in order from toe to head or head to toe whatever you prefer be aware of any sensations emotions or thoughts associated with each part of the body uh for example close your eyes and you start thinking about your hair concentrate on the hair then think about the eyes then say when you come to your back you might feel that yes i'm having backache or when you reach your legs you might feel that okay i'm getting a sensation of itching whatever there is i want you to be conscious of it now doing this for starters do it for a minute or two and it's going to be enough because when you begin actually uh, your concentration doesn't uh, last that long 
second structured exercise is sitting meditation, which is similar to the cognitive behavioral technique that I spoke about, the breathing exercise. In this, you got to sit comfortably with your back straight, feet flat on the floor and hands in your lap. Breathe through your nose. Inhale uh, through the nose and exhale through the mouth. You have to focus on any sort of physical sensations or thoughts that might interrupt your meditation. Uh, note, note these, experience these and then just let them pass by. Do not think upon them. Do not interpret them. Do not look for their solutions. Exercise number three is the walking meditation. Simply find a quiet place 10 to 20 feet in length and begin to walk slowly. Focus on the experience of walking, being aware of sensations of standing and the subtle movements that keep your balance. When you reach the end of your path, turn and continue walking again, maintaining the awareness of your sensations. Now about walking, I'll tell you, when I initially started uh, practicing this, my thoughts would wander absolutely everywhere in the world, from laundry to recording the next podcast to uh, my favorite food, everything used to come in my mind. And I was wondering, this was supposed to relax me. Why am I getting a hundred thoughts? Because that was the time when my body was physically not engaged in any work. So my mind got a chance to be overloaded with all possible thoughts that it could gather. So what I did was try to concentrate as much on your walking, your stride, your stance, the movement of your hands, um, your head, your posture. You know, if you were having a slouched posture, if your chin is down, you have cramped neck from working constantly on your laptop. Try to concentrate on your posture and your walking. So that's going to help you distract yourself and keep the thoughts at bay. But what we actually aim to do, this is distracting is very good for starters. But then what the actual aim of it? That is, how do you know that you're doing good at mindfulness, that this technique is helping you? Is that when thoughts just come and go by, you don't react to them. You don't sit and think upon them where you've not stopped your walking and you're thinking about, oh my gosh, what am I going to cook today? Okay, I really haven't prepared for this project. No, that's not what you're here for. This time to walk, to sit or to lie down is not for you to find solutions to all the previous piled up work or problems that you've had. You are doing this to regroup your attention, to give your brain some peace, some relaxation where it's not thinking about something. When you initially start putting mindfulness practices uh, into your lives, you might get a lot of resistance from your own self. Uh, thinking that you're too anxious or you can't see the point, why are you doing it? Or maybe because you're not reaping any benefits. I'll tell you, just go ahead and try to be persistent at it. Try to pick a time and a place where you are dutifully and consciously making an effort at putting your attention to one thing. Because mindfulness has tremendous benefits. That uh, for a parent can be a huge thing. For example, mindfulness practices can help us to increase our ability to regulate emotions. They decrease stress, anxiety, and depression. It can also help us to focus our attention as well as observe our thoughts and feelings without any judgment. So if you have a problem, if you have a fight with your husband over something that you guys are not able to come to a solution, then this kind of uh, practices will help you gain the necessary clarity and you might even find the solution at the end of it. 
Still not convinced? Let me help you further. Let's break down mindfulness into three skills. First is what and how skills. What is what we actually do when we are practicing mindfulness? So the first skill in this is to observe. We can observe internally or externally. For example, we spoke about internally observing our body parts or concentrating on our breathing or externally while you're walking, take a look at the environment, the outdoors. This is just noticing what we may see and hear or what we're feeling and thinking within ourselves. The second skill is to describe what we see or experience without any judgment. For example, if I'm looking at a picture, I would just describe exactly what I see. I would not state whether or not I liked the picture or inquire about who's done the painting or I don't like this color about it. The third skill is to participate. This means to fully throw yourself into the experience. For example, when you're dancing, you would allow yourself to fully dance while letting go of any inhibition or judgment or feeling of self-consciousness. In a snapshot, mindfulness practices are those that will help you regroup, get all of your concentration back and help you be a better parent because you can control your emotions better, you can take decisions better. Consider this as a first step in taking care of yourself. If you have any questions or difficulties regarding mindfulness or any other parenting problem challenging child behaviors, you can simply connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Mommy Speaks. Or you could even leave a voice message from the link below. In other news, the registrations for the second batch of my course for parents of tweens and teens is uh, on. And you can find the links for that below. The rule book for raising tweens and teenagers, where we uh, cover everything from keeping your child safe in the online digital world to setting them up for success, uh, positive affirmations for boosting your child's self-confidence and even disciplining a tween and teen who doesn't listen at all. So you can find all of that details below and uh, let me know if there's anything else you want me to cover uh, in my podcast. Until then, happy parenting!